hiring the right people. It's easily one of the most important variables to my organization's success is, is surrounding yourself with good people. So I've been fortunate to have some very good hires. I definitely take that uh, approach of, you know, you don't look at three people and hire three people because you have three openings, right? You, you look at 10, 20, 30 people to hire the best and, and the brightest, especially with how much we demand of them. You know, the two things that I look for, uh, one is, is hard work ethic, right? You can't teach someone to work hard. For you sure. Either, you either have the motivation yourself to do yeah. it or not. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing I look for is coachability, which is it's a, a little harder to dig into. But, you know, I can teach someone the industry. I can teach someone technology. I can surround that person with the right people to help support them to do their job. But, you know, if you're not going to work hard and if you're not coachable to learn over time, you know, we're, we're, we're not aligning ourselves with the, the people that are going to help us win. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. I've got an amazing podcast for you listeners, uh, our young leaders. We've got Dawson Curry, who is one of the youngest ever vice presidents from NetSuite Oracle. It is one of the largest CRM ERP companies, which basically means these organizations, they are one of the, the best organizations in the world about how do large organizations run their businesses. Okay, so all the customer leads that come in through their website or all the sales leads that come in, how do they track that? How do they keep track of that? How do they keep track of the sales? How do they keep track of the production shipments and all these things for the largest organizations in the world to startups? And Dawson specializes in the manufacturing business and is, is the vice president of, of that organization across North America in his early 30s crazy, the success he's had. And I really want you to listen and talk about just the values that he's, he's used, the habits that he's used, and how he's worked to have the amazing success that he's had. So thank you so much. I know you're going to love our podcast. Well, I'm super excited to have Dawson Curry with us today, uh, leaders. And uh, so just to dig right in, Dawson, well, tell me more about who you were before the program. Sure, um, happy to. So before uh, before Student Works uh, came into into my life, um, I did have a, an entrepreneurial background beforehand. Um, that came through the way of my father. So he had a background uh, of running a couple of different businesses while I was growing up. Um, both of them about ten years uh, ten years in total. When I was old enough, I got involved in the second one. Uh, we bought a piece of property up in the Muskoka region, which is where I'm from originally. And uh, what started as a uh, kind of an early outdoor produce market, nothing too big, um, you know, catching tourists on their way up to their cottages. Um, over the course of that 10 years grew. And uh, I, I worked there the entire time from, you know, 12, 13 years old, just doing bags and whatever I could to help out to... Uh, Eventually, we got to the size we had um, a little amusement center, we had a trading post, uh, a full grocery market. 
and a restaurant. And I actually ended up running the, the restaurant. So um, always kind of had that, that hard work, um, um, entrepreneurial attitude kind of ingrained in me. I didn't always like it, um, right. but, uh, but it, uh, it definitely has helped to, to get to where I am today. And so, uh, what was your biggest frustration as a teenager before you got started in your business? Good question. So, um, I did, um, I did spend some time doing some of the typical jobs that, you know, teenagers would, would do. I, I very quickly, um, became a fan of the results oriented economy. I didn't like working harder than others and still getting paid the same amount of money. And when you're a teenager, there's always those things that you want and you want to go get. And, you know, your parents always aren't going to be there to buy them for you. So, yeah. you know, finding finding jobs where, um, you know, I got paid where I was worth kind of stuck with me early. And, and it's one of the things that um, kind of led me to to student works. Yeah. And, and really, really do so well. So just in terms of one of the things we always like to tell our young leaders is, is that the person who you are entering the program, you're not that, you know, at the end of that, that first summer. And, and the leaders that we want to be, you know, we're, we're typically this podcast is talking to 18 to 24 year olds. It's like they've got to become somebody different. So who did you need to become and what sort of changes, you know, did you manifest in, you, in, in running your business? Great question. So if I, I look back, um, you know, while, while I had accomplished some of the things I'd mentioned, I was a really reserved individual, um, very shy, um, yeah. said always, always hardworking and goal oriented, but, you know, kind of like doing things in a box, so to speak. Yeah. Um, the student works really kind of push that boundary. Um, a, a, you're working with a bunch of, of, you know, really outgoing individuals who, um, kind of breed that within folks, but you know, the, the concept of running your own business you know, communication has to be a very strong aspect to, to what you do. So um, I'd say that got me out of my comfort zone. I've been fortunate to, over the course of my career, work with some some really fantastic organizational, uh, you know, good, strong communicators, folks who are really good at driving a message, driving transparency, keeping people focused on a common goal. Um, and as I look back, I, I think, you know, that, that definitely started there. Um, and, and that's a, a skill set that's really helped me keep our organization moving and, and kind of levitate to um, the success that I've been fortunate to have. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And so what do you still rely on from, from the, the, the things you learned at StudentWorks? Good question. So there, there's definitely a few. Um, I, I know uh, I, I probably don't get the values perfect if I had to memorize them <laughs> and, and, and bring them out again. But I'd say there's uh, the first one um, that I, I definitely embraced was the work hard, play hard, have fun. Um, so we and, and frankly, that's a that's a theme in my organization uh, today mm-hmm. also. Uh, we're very, very fast paced. We ask a lot from a lot of people. We have very high expectations. Uh, we're very high growth. And, and so that requires a, a heavy amount of participation from everyone. Right. Um, but you need to have fun with it, right? Yeah. So if you're not, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're, you're not energized to wake up and go do it again after having a, a hard day and a late night, then, yeah. you know, you, you have to kind of re- rethink how you're approaching it. Um, and, and I love rewarding. You know, I love rewarding myself, uh, and I love rewarding others for for good effort. So, uh, always taking time to 
enjoy success, um, you know, do something that you otherwise wouldn't do as a result of hitting a goal. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, that's, you know, we, we are about to finish a quarter here at, at NetSuite Oracle and everyone has a goal. And if we're hitting those goals, there's going to be some fun involved. So we, we keep that up. <laughs> And I know Dawson from uh, being being connected with you, and also also by seeing your your Facebook posts, is that you travel an awful lot. So a lot of our young leaders, you know, I know early on, gee, I want to do business travel. You know, I'm excited by that. So why don't you share with with them just about you know the pros and cons of business business travel? Sure. So there there are um, there are a lot of pros. There there are mm-hmm. some cons. It's uh, uh, it, it, so I, I travel um, at least two weeks a month. Um, mm-hmm. So ba- you know, balance is certainly a difficult thing, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. family time or, or diet or, or exercise and maintaining a good lifestyle. So managing, managing your calendar, um, you know, just the same as you would anything else, keeping blocks and holding yourself accountable to those blocks, um, you know, move them, don't cancel them. Um, but there's a lot of benefits too, right? I've yeah. been fortunate enough. Um, I've been to uh, every state in the United States, with the exception of Alaska. That's on my right. list, and I've been yeah. to most every province. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got a, a little bit of travel to do out east to kind of complete that. But um, I make time where where possible. You know, visit the restaurants that are unique. Um, you know, explore the cities. A lot of the fun that I, I referred to earlier, we we try to do in you know, places that are unique or you know, if we're in a certain city, take advantage of, of the highlights of that city. So um, I, I love it. Uh, I, I wouldn't do anything else, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, you got to manage it. Yeah. And there's a price to pay, right? You know, but one of the things I always like to share is, is as you excel, it's hard to keep, a, especially in, in, in a business development career, somebody sort of in one market, because you're chasing really big clients. They're not chasing. You're, 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 there's lots of people interested in working with NetSuite Oracle and really amazing customers, and they're spread out right around North America. So it's not surprising that you know people who are really, really gifted um, need to move around to reach those clients, right? Yep, yep, 100%. I mean, we do, we do leverage technology. We leverage social media. We, we leverage, um, you know, we have a, a, a very large budget to um, bring people to us, but you, right. know, you, you can't beat FaceTime. And with the types yeah. of customers that we work with, nimble, fast-growing, um, you know, folks in these, in these organizations are wearing a lot of hats. They have a lot of stress, which is generally why we're there. Um, yes. you know, it's great to get out in, in front of them and, and see exactly what they do and how they do it. So, Ashley, why don't we, um, one thing I want to do is talk about your career progress. And then also, uh, I also want, want our our leaders to understand more about the industry that you're in, because I know from speaking to them, a lot of times they really don't understand the the whole CRM marketplace, but it's so monstrous. Uh, But understanding from a teenager or young 20-year-old market, sorry, understanding you really don't see this enormous marketplace that exists. Yeah, certainly. So we NetSuite Oracle, we we cover kind of the full full gamut of business functionality, CRM, ERP. So, you know, the value there is if I'm a, you know, a startup business, if I'm a $200 million business, our intent is to be able to to run most everything, right? So right from initial contact with uh, an organization, marketing into those organizations, generating opportunities, Selling, managing inventory, managing that um, that uh, the whole financial process in the in the background, et cetera. 
Um, so that, that makes us unique. There's a lot of folks who do things similar to what we do. Um, there's, uh, uh, we, we deploy differently, so we're all web-based. And, uh, and we've, we've grown very fast over time. So when I started, uh, I'm in my 11th year here at NetSuite, which is very long for a technology company, especially in a, in a sales capacity. Uh, I was probably, I think I was about employee number 500. Uh, when we were acquired by Oracle, uh, we were very close to about 8,000 employees. Wow. Um, and now I'm in a family of 140,000 plus across the, the Oracle, uh, the Oracle machine. So, um, it's, it's been a great run though. I, I was definitely a young entrant. Um, I started as an individual contributor, just a, a salesperson focused on the lower end of our market. Um, I had a manager that took a chance on me. Um, most folks that were hired were in kind of the 30 to 35 year old range had experience in technology. Um, I, I had a little, not a lot, but I was a, a, a young, kind of aggressive, stubborn 23-year-old who was insistent that, you know, he could, he could get done what needs to. Um, and and I, I was fortunate. I was, it's funny, I was fortunate and unfortunate. I started September 2008, which wow. wasn't exactly a great time in the economy to start a new career in sales in technology. Um, but I actually look at that as, as uh, a, a, something that really helped my success. I didn't know any better. <laughs> right. So I, I kind of came in with blinders and, and you know, took some of the hard work that I've been used to from the habits that we had and cold calling and trying to find business in the wintertime and, and those sorts of things. And um, when, in my first full year, um, I hit 300% of my number and I was one of the wow. top 10 in the world. Um, so, um, from there, uh, I started gradually moving kind of up market, working with larger, more complex companies, you know, more, more complex sales cycles, more people, but kind of the same, you know, the, the same value, um, that we we're providing. Um, I, over the course of four years as a direct contributor, um, I, I made it to that top 10 twice. Uh, the last time there's three of us vying for top spot with about 12 hours in the year to go. Oh, wow. We all had deals on the table and we all got them done, but, uh, unfortunately mine was the smallest of three. So <laughs> uh, they, they eked me out, but, um, you know, sitting in the top three, I, I work with those peers today and, and they're amazing individuals. So it's, uh, you surround yourself with good people and, and good things happen. Um, I helped, you know, and, and kind of long drawn out, but over 10 years, my, my career um, definitely grows. Um, I actually took a break at the request of our sales leadership from being a contributor uh, for a nine-month term to actually redesign with the help of a couple of my peers uh, our onboarding program. So oh. I was fortunate to have a very fast start. Um, faster than most. Um, I kind of mentioned that growth from 500 to 8,000 employees. Yeah, you know, we're hiring hundreds of people on a on a month to month basis, and when you do that, um, productivity can can easily become an issue. So it was a unique opportunity to to coach without a quota, which is mm -hmm. not something you get to do in a sales capacity very often. For sure, um, kind of take a blank slate to. Um, you know, some of the things that I learned and, and that, you know, kind of helped me get up and running quickly and being tied to mentors and good peers and, and, and having that help along the way. Um, and ultimately we took, we took, a, we have a, a, a kind of an aggregate productivity um, metric. We took that from 22 months 
uh, down to 12 uh, over the course of that nine-month period from, from design to deployment of that program. So um, that was great. Uh, and that led to my leadership career. So I moved from there into managing Eastern North America as well as Canada um, for, for one of our verticals, our manufacturing vertical. Um, uh, really enjoyed that, surrounded myself with some great people, uh, had a couple folks that we got into that, that top 10. Um, we refer to that as our kind of our club evil. Right. Um, so got, got a couple of folks there. Uh, and then for the last, uh, you know, the last three plus years, uh, I've been managing all of North America for, uh, for our manufacturing vertical, as well as most recently, uh, a second vertical or our food and beverage vertical. Wow. Wow. So just, just more and more growth for NetSuite Oracle and for, for you within that. So just, just to make sure our leaders got it, basically, um, in our business, we have a product called Simon, which, which Dawson knows, and we've had a huge revamp in that. Um, but it's the business of, uh, that, that Dawson sells is, is a product that, or a service that basically manages everything that, that possible in the business, the marketing, the sales, the sales fulfillment, the, you know, the delivery, the, the accounting. And when you think about, again, uh, a five million, a hundred million, a billion, a multi-billion-dollar business. There's just so many moving parts, and to be able to do that really, really powerfully um, creates so much value for these organizations, and they become obviously just totally critical. Your business becomes totally critical to these to these businesses. I can imagine, right? Like to to obviously a big move to move into your organization as a client, and then to move out. I, I could imagine just being, oh my gosh, how how could we ever move out? Right, your attention must be really high, of clients. Our attention is the uh, it's the highest in the industry um, as right. of as of this year, based on uh, out, outside evaluation of of our client base. That's right. something we're really proud of. No kidding, and and so um, one of the things that that you continue to mention, and I love it, um, you know, speaks to your humility and your uh, and it just frankly also your understanding, Dawson, is is you you continue to mention just the the strength of the people you work with. So you know maybe you could you, you can speak um, speak more to that, but also as well maybe some of the people who you know do you still have relationships with some of the people you met at Student Works, and are they still are they still part of your life? Hundred percent. So if I look at uh, if I look at four of my uh, groomsmen, they were student works alumni. So that gives you a framework for how how close I am with some of the folks we've worked with in the in the past. Um, so no, I, I I and it's funny you mentioned I, I caught one of your previous uh, podcasts on uh, hiring and, and hiring the right people and right. Um, so you know it, it's it's Easily one of the most important variables to my organization's success is, is surrounding yourself with good people. So um, I've been fortunate to have some very good hires. Mm. Um, I definitely take that uh, approach of, of, you know, you don't look at three people and hire three people because you have three openings, right? You, you look at 10, 20, 30 people to, to hire the, the best and, and the brightest, especially with how much we demand of them. Um, you know, the two things that I look for. Um, one is, is hard work ethic, right? You can't teach someone to work hard. For you sure. Either, you either have the motivation yourself to do yeah. it or not. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing I look for is coachability, which is, it's a, a little harder to dig into, but, you know, I can teach someone the industry. I can teach someone technology. 
I can surround that person with the right people to help support them to do their job. But, you know, if you're not going to work hard and if you're not coachable to learn over time, you know, we're, we're, we're not aligning ourselves with the, the people that are going to help us win. So, you know, that in combination with, um, I, I really have a focus of if we surrounded ourselves with the right people, promoting from within as much yeah. as possible. Um, I've been fortunate, you know, as I, I mentioned earlier with the, the growth that I've had and I work with some great people and, and you know, I want the same, the same things for them. You look at, you know, one of my most senior um, sales leaders in my organization, you know, he started straight out of college and was, you know, essentially a cold caller business development rep for, for us. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, uh, and he, he's, he's very, very successful in, in his role today. So, you know, those are the things that make you enjoy coming to work every day. Oh, for sure. And just seeing, seeing the impact that the business has on your customers, on your team, it's, it's, yeah. it really is powerful. And, and again, I think a lot of times people don't really see that a lot of times they think, oh, it's just about money. No, it's about having a real powerful impact on people. And I can see, I can see that's something that you're really, really proud of. And you should feel that way in my mind. Um, so um, just in terms of, uh, of other learning, I can only imagine, again, being one of the youngest VPs at, uh, ever at, at uh, NetSuite and Oracle, are, are you doing other things to learn and keep keeping yourself, again, not ahead, but just, you know, uh, can keeping yourself, uh, you know, uh, just, just learning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of joke with my team that if you think you know everything about sales, it's probably about time you retire from sales. Right. Um, so, so no, most, most definitely it's in a few ways. One, um, I'm, I'm, I try to be humble. I, I'm surrounded mm-hmm. by some really good leaders. Those mm-hmm. leaders are always going to have good ideas. You know, there's, yeah. there's no need to recreate the wheel. It's, it's, you know, let's, let's embrace them. Let's figure out how we can mold them into our organization and, and let's keep moving forward. Uh, I do really try to try to take time um, to, to just learn from the business also, right? right? It's, it's easy to get caught up in the day to day. It's easy to keep yourself busy, um, but taking a step back, looking how the business is operating. I'm a big data guy. You know, mm-hmm. thankfully we run on this great program called NetSuite. So I have lots <laughs> of data to, to work with. Um, but I, I like I like looking for the things I might not know, and and you know you always find something, right. um, and uh, yeah. So there's you know there's and endless ways to to continue to develop, and our market changes. Um, you know when you're in a growth market like like we are, you, you never know what's in front of you. You just gotta gotta keep moving forward. Well, and certainly in technology, like it's so changing right and it's it's what's going to change who's coming next to try to take eat, and eat your lunch right and 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 the, one of the great things about our business as you know Dawson is is that we're not competing against really really smart people like at NetSuite Oracle right we're competing against you know the typical you know a lot of painters are not very good marketers not not really great at showing up on time but you literally are dealing with the brightest and the smartest people in the world you know, so, you know, I, I, I can imagine as well, there's a bunch of, of, of training that's internal or, or, or meetings or retreats or whatever. Are those, are, those things, are those things pretty inspiring as well in terms of what you guys are gearing up to to face in the upcoming years? They, they are. So you, one of the questions you asked earlier was, you know, what are some of the values that I, I took from the program? The one I didn't mention was the, the concept of smart goals. Right. 
So in, in my organization, uh, at every level, we meet on a quarterly basis. We review um, the past quarter. We tee ourselves up for the next quarter. Um, and 100% of my organization is aligned to SMART goals, right? right? If, if it's not SMART, you're going to get called out on yeah. it. Um, so um, so that's, that's kind of how, how we manage it. I really try to manage with a, a level of, of transparency in the business. You know, everyone knows what my goals are. Everyone knows what I need to have our organization achieve to be successful. We try to make sure that, you know, those goals filter down to all of our support teams and, and how they contribute and, and what those levels of, of success, um, uh, you know, are and, and what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we try to we try to eliminate the noise as much as possible. Um, and, and as part of that, you know, when you're when you're you're building those out together, when you're making sure they're all aligned in the same way, um, the organization in a lot of ways almost finds its own areas that we need to focus on to improve, to get better. So, you know, with with that enablement background, I was fortunate to have that's kind of always something that's top of mind. But um, that's actually driven a lot from from you know I won't say the bottom up, but from you know from the the core of the organization out on hey, if that's where we need to get there, you know here here's the areas that we need help in, or we need things out of the way, or right. we need to find ways to do better, um, and and we spend most of our time focused there. One of the things, obviously, uh, you're an entrepreneur. You've been an entrepreneur, right? And and on the other hand, now you're working in a big corporation. You still sound really entrepreneurial. <laughs> so so uh, how do you how do you look at that? How do you look at you know? Hey, I'm 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 VP of this big organization. A lot of times, people think, oh, VPs of big organizations, stuffy people that don't you know that kind of get in the way. Right? I know that's not you. Well, hopefully, I'm not. That. I know. Hopefully, I know. I know hopefully, I'm not, not that. I don't. I don't think I'm. That. <laughs> Um, no, I'm, you know, a, a lot of that I have to attest to our, our organization. Um, as I said, it's, it's very atypical to be in a technology company for any more than a, a small handful of years, right? They're, you know, companies grow fast, they, they shrink fast, technology shifts, um, you know, it's a competitive marketplace. So, you know, good companies are always looking for good people. Um, but I, you know, I, frankly, I, I love what we do. Um, we, I have the autonomy to kind of drive my organization with, with the, the culture that, you know, has, has made me successful and, and bring in people to, to do the same. Um, and like I said earlier, I'm, I'm surrounded by people who also do that with, within theirs. And, and so um, there's a lot of collaboration. Um, you know, did I think I would be in a, a large organization when I was exiting StudentWorks? 100% not, right? That was, that was not the path I, I right. thought I had in front of me. And, you know, I, I know at some point I'll go back to being an entrepreneur. I, I have no doubt. But we definitely take that, um, that problem-solving and, and goal-driven approach that an entrepreneur needs. Um, to, to every aspect of our day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, and again, it sounds, sounds to me like you're really operating like an owner, right? Like it's just, again, results, economy, focus, goals, achieve them. What do we need? You know, and, and, uh, and, and again, I could see as well, if it wasn't that type of an organization, you'd have a hard time staying there just because it would just not be you. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so, um, you know, what's, what have been your biggest, you know, failures or mistakes or setbacks so far, Dawson? So biggest, biggest setback. That's, um, that's always a, always a, a tough question. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an interview question. I always ask, <laughs> um, 
So, you know, my and, and mine came through an interview interview process here at, at NetSuite Oracle. So in in you know kind of those first few years of being successful as an individual contributor, I always knew I wanted to go back to coaching. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people take the path of of you know they they like owning their own destiny yeah. and, and that that's the right path for them. Um, I was fortunate enough to be a, a coach with student works. I, I loved it and I knew that um, in some form uh, I wanted to, to get back there and, and with what I'm doing today, it, was, it was, had to be a management role. Right. Um, so I, I applied to be a manager uh, in, in the vertical that, that I'm in, manufacturing, and uh, uh, I didn't get the job. Right. And um, in technology, I mean, that, that easily could have been, uh, that easily could have derailed my employment with NetSuite, you know, easily could have kind of gone off and say, well, you know, you guys missed out. I'm I'm going to the next company, and and you know your your loss, um, and I almost did. Um, but you know, I, I kind of used that as an opportunity to say, okay, you know, there's clearly some areas I need to grow, or you know, I, I need to kind of seek more, more feedback to uh, round out my skill set, and and uh, I did that, and I got it. Um, and then, you know, just try to maintain a positive attitude, try to, you know, continue to, to add value. And, you know, I think in, in some ways that um, that cultivated the, the opportunity to kind of take on the enablement challenge of, of um, you know, helping solve the problem of getting our new hires productive faster. Right. And, you know, that rounded me out. And, you know, lo and behold, I'm, I'm running the vertical that I wanted to be a manager in. So, you know, kind of long story short, it worked out. It worked pretty out well. pretty well. Yeah. No. And, and what I love Dawson and, and I, and I want our young leaders to hear is, is that um, again, most people would have done that blame, you know, the company, you made a bad decision. No, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to take a hundred percent responsibility for this and look at what I could have done. And then even more than that, take responsibility, actually get into action, actually solve it. And then, wow, look at, look at the growth. And again, like the cool thing is as well is, is had you done all those things and then there still would have been, you know, maybe NetSuite wouldn't have or couldn't have moved. Great. You would have been just well positioned to, again, go out, be, be on your own, you know, eventually run your own business or move to another organization or whatever. So it's, it's, I just love, again, taking responsibility and, uh, and being in action. Absolutely. So if, if someone was considering venturing out into the entrepreneurial world, what advice would you give them? Good, good question. Um, one, it's going to take work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably going to take a lot more work than you think it will. Yeah. You know, just despite the the best laid plans, you 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 gotta you gotta be prepared for that. Um, I, I think you've heard me say it a few times. I'm I'm a big fan of surrounding yourself with the right people. Uh, I wouldn't be, um, and I say this early and often in in our organization. I wouldn't be in the role that I'm in today if I didn't position people to be able to do their jobs to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. So you know, hiring and bringing in the right talent is one thing, but you know. Even in a so giving examples, I mean being in an individual contributor role, you know I'd have anywhere from you know three to five or more people kind of taking part in a sales process with me and making sure their their calendar had adequate time for them to prepare, giving them the information they need, praising them for you know for doing a good job, making sure that 
their leadership knew, um, giving good feedback, right? It's not always positive, yeah. but giving constructive feedback and, and being open to it yourself um, and kind of doing those debriefs mm-hmm. saying, you know, hey, what, what could I have done better? Yeah. Um, I think I think if you have that type of culture with the people that that you surround yourself will uh, with, um, you're going to have a hard time not succeeding. Yeah. Well, I love that. And one thing is as well to share with our young leaders. You know what Dawson's talking about there is going into sales calls, going and getting really prepared, making sure you've got all your tools there, making sure you're prepared, make sure you understand what your client wants, and then afterwards. How do we do? Even if I, not even if I, when I booked a job, because I most of, most of the time, I'm sure Dawson's booking the work, just like when we are, and taking it apart. What went well? What didn't? What can we learn? All this thing, because because sometimes our our leaders sort of skip over that step, and they're like too fast to sort of move on, move on. And and I can see that you've developed a, a whole lot more patience. Not saying you didn't do that back in the day, Dawson, but it's something that that I see a lot of times. You know, not just getting those regular just committed habits, right? And just, you know, habitually doing the right thing. And that's awesome. And, and as well, I love just looking to give those positive and, and constructive feedback, right? You know, hey, that every, you know, everyone wants, wants to understand, hey, how can they get, keep getting better? Yeah, yeah, we block off time at the, at the beginning of every month to look back at the, the last month collectively, you know, what were, what were our big wins? Why, what were our losses, right? You know, let's, let's learn from them, but um, we even do it into the marketplace. So we have folks in our organization that um, have been tasked with, you know, going to the wins and going to the losses and and getting that direct feedback. And it, it makes us better as a result. Oh yeah. Just love it. Just love it. So key habits would, you know, uh, if someone wants success, what key habits would they look into steal from you, Dawson? (laughs) <laughs> um, I'll, I'll come back to number one. Number one is, is hard work. I mean, you, you got to be willing to put the work in, reward yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I said my, my personal motto is that work hard, play hard, have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, be, be collaborative, right? You don't have to be the best at everything. Right. Um, you know, bring in the right people, leverage them, use them, know what you're good at, know what you're not good at, you know, be, be transparent. Right. Um, I'd say I'd say those those things certainly um, those things have certainly driven my success and if I had to do it all again and I will keep doing it right. um, you know that that's what I lean on to 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 do my job to the best of my ability yeah and and then one thing that I think that would be great um, uh, is is just giving people a flavor of what's working hard and I understand probably those weeks that you're out on the road are are you know you kind of load up those weeks and then when you're back at home time more for the family, et cetera. So a little bit lower, lower level. So, so those weeks that you're out on the road, what does it look like to be a hard worker at your level? As far as- sure. So um, at, at my level, uh, it's a, it's a balance. So, you know, there's, there's obviously as much client facing time as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I have about seven sales leaders that report to me. I've got about 50 sales uh, contributors that, that work under those folks. So um, I spend a lot of my time at my level uh, coaching. So that coaching is a balance between, um, you know, kind of coaching to a forecast and kind of, you know, deal-related activity to make sure that we're, we're hitting revenue targets, um, both at a, at, a, at a manager level as well as, as at a team or individual level. Right. Um, but then I, I try to break, we try to break that out from just coaching, mm-hmm. right? So just, you know, getting better at your role, becoming more efficient, 
becoming a more successful individual with what you're, you're tasked to be responsible with. So those, you know, those are the buckets. Um, you know, we spend time or I spend time uh, every month doing in-depth re- review of our, our, you know, kind of top five or, or top 10 deals uh, on a month-to-month basis. Um, I, I kind of alluded, there's a lot of support folks involved outside of just my organization that kind of help help get things done. And, right. Um, making sure that um, they have the transparency that they need to understand what our priorities are, um, you know, what what deals are most important, where we need their help, um, and, and you know, so that that easily can take up a lot of time. <laughs> and the, you know, the, the key the key is having a balance between it all, and and that comes from from good time management, but also. Um, a, a little bit of autonomy in there too, right? Knowing knowing the folks in your organization, what their skill sets are, what they're good at, what you can kind of let them go run and do and take care right. of, um, as long as we're all kind of marching marching to the you know to the same end goal. Right, and you can see as well. Our leaders can see just how important it is just working together, how important it is having really powerful conversations and, and putting things on the table and here's what we need and here's what we don't need. And, 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 uh, again, you know, just being able to talk about things that are working and not working and not pay, not make someone feel badly. It's okay. You know, Hey, we're just, we're just trying to move this yep. along for our customers, for, for the organization, et cetera. Yep. Yeah. I'd say we've, so one thing that we have done that I, I, is kind of a background to that. We we operate, and my team I, I, does a great job of operating a, a very kind of regimented, consistent sales process. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's taken us a, a long time to get into place. It's something we constantly enable folks towards so they can get better at it. But it's, it's one of the things that has allowed us to grow on volume because if we're spending less time you know, kind of quote unquote, keeping things on the rails, we get to spend more time focused on the fun part, which is the, the strategizing and the, you know, putting the right pieces and the right people in place to, to do things. And, and so I'd say, you know, there's a lot of hard work that proceeds kind of where, where we are now. Mm-hmm. And, and because of, because of that, and because of kind of maintaining everyone's focus there, we, we get to have fun doing all the other stuff that is fun in sales, right? Absolutely. And it's fun winning, <laughs> right? It is. It's it is. I'm, I'm, I might be a slightly competitive person, so I'm, I'm in the right role for that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's fun hitting targets. No fun not hitting targets. Fun getting yeah. getting awarded trips, etc. And, uh, you know, promotions and bonuses. Not so much fun when we don't, right? So it's just, yeah. 100%. 100%. So, yeah, winning's great. Um, so, so final question, Dawson, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind? Sure. So, you know, I, I'd say one of the things, you know, technology is great. I'm obviously a huge advocate for it. I, I wouldn't be um, in, the, in the market that I'm in without it. Um, I find, you know, if you look at everyone's day-to-day life, if you embrace technology, there can be a lot of noise. Yes. Right. It's, it's easy to get caught up in that. Um, I'd say, you know, you look at, some of the leaders that I've surrounded myself with, and I've got a, a lot of re- really young leaders in, in my organization. Um, they're very charismatic. They're outgoing. Um, they're they're good communicators, um, but they're they're really good at collaborating. So, you know, I, I kind of look at that as you need a healthy balance between, you know, giving folks the autonomy to to 
to do their job and, and go out and own it and, and feel like they own it. Um, but maintaining that, that transparency to a common goal, right? And, and so, you know, I think I mentioned earlier, we use smart goals for that, but the, the folks that can manage that balance between, hey, you know, here's the rails, this is, this is where we're taking the train, you know, let's, let's all be on the same page as far as how we get there. Um, and then fostering a good collaborative environment to let folks go do the parts that they need to do. Um, they're the ones that are having a ton of fun. They're the ones that are, are highly successful. They're the ones that are getting the results. Um, and, and so it's, if you, if you figure out that secret sauce, you're, you're in good shape. Yeah. So it's kind of, you need the powerful skills to be independent. And then you also need those, you know, a lot of times softer skills to be interdependent so we can work together and, and, and bounce around. And again, uh, be humble. Don't look to take all the pro the, 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 you know, the chips off the table. Oh, hold on. You know, cause that's one thing, again, just a huge theme here is just humble you are. And, and again, the reality is, is some people may think, oh yeah, he's just being humble. No, he's actually seeing it the way it is, right? Like Dawson is working with all these amazing people who as an entire unit are contributing enormously to his success. And Dawson's a really powerful, you know, supercharged winner, right? Like, so both of those things are true. And there's no question anyone who's going to want to work with someone is going to want to make sure that you put the first thing out, right? you know, look at all the amazing people around me because it's, isn't it funny? The more you put that out there, the more people go, Oh no, Dawson, you're so great. I love work with you. You're amazing. And, and again, it's not, it's not manipulative because that's not, that's not the point. The point is, is that you're just acknowledging people and then naturally they want to acknowledge you. So it's, 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 it's just, and, and again, you're just seeing the way the world is, you know, that this world, Again, and I love as well what you said about technology and, and, and again, not surprising a technology guy to really get it, right? How much noise it can bring, how much, how many challenges can be, how many distractions it can be, or how it can just be just powerfully, uh, you know, purposeful and, uh, and make such a difference, right? Because you get all that data yeah. from your organization and from the, the tools that you have, but it's about the conversations that you actually have that make the difference, exactly. right? data, whatever, if you just had the data without the conversation and the coaching, the sales wouldn't improve, right? Yeah, no, totally agree. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So anything else you'd like to leave with our leaders, Dawson? No, I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been listening in since the, the podcast started. So um, you know, definitely an honor to, to be part of it. it it's humbling to be, to be a part of it. You, you've had some great folks on and, and I know that you're, you're going to following this. Um, no, just, just stay energized, always have a goal, um, push yourself, you know, you'll be surprised what you can accomplish, uh, when, when you put your mind to it. Um, you know, if I look back, if I was myself, you know, 10 and a half, 11 years ago, just, you know, that little, little punk starting at 20, 23 years old with, with NetSuite Oracle, um, I would have liked to have think that I, I, I make my, my way to where I am now, yeah. but, uh. Um, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't have imagined it. Yeah. And, uh, and it, you know, it comes, comes with that hard work, that vision, good goals and, and good people. So I'd, I'd say that would, uh, that would be my final thought. Yeah, no. And, and you're right, Dawson. It's, it's hard to believe what you've accomplished. And on the other hand, I'm not surprised at all. Okay. Just, just based on, <laughs> just based on, Hey, the success you had with us and just, again, how coachable and hardworking you were, et cetera. So, uh, so, uh, so again, 
thank you so much, Dawson, for coming on to our show. And and I know one treat for, for I guess, for our podcasters, uh, Dawson's going to come to our training at the end of the week and come talk to our, t- talk to our uh, young leaders uh, in the Student Works program. So thanks so much. Yeah, look forward to it. Okay. Thank you. Chris. Talk to you soon, my friend. Bye-bye. Hey, leaders. We've got a ton more interviews like this one coming up in the next few weeks. So if you're listening and you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to Leaders of Tomorrow. If you enjoy our content, please give us a share on your Facebook feed, or better yet, tell your three most driven and entrepreneurial friends about this podcast so they can join us in discovering what set these powerful business leaders apart from the crowd at such a young age.